Hotter Than Health podcast, a plant-dominant podcast for those looking to expand and elevate their lives. Each week, we will bring you provocative conversations and topics, entertaining interviews, and some of the biggest names in health and wellness to answer your burning questions. You will leave each episode with tangible tips and takeaways and understand what it truly means to live an energized and optimized life. Welcome back to this week's episode of Hotter Than Health. My name is Eliza Gelman. Thank you so, so much for being here. This is an episode today that we had to make a two-parter. This is an entire episode that could have been one on its own, but there was so much information that by the end of the episode, by the end of the interview, I was already, I know it's so rude, I was already emailing with his publicist to ensure that we could schedule a part two because there was so much good value that we didn't, we skimmed the surface, I'm sorry, we went so deep into so many different topics that he was excited about doing more. I was excited about doing more. It was such a great collaboration that we just had to bring you a part two. That will be out next week. But who do we have on the Hotter Than Health podcast today? We have Dr. Daryl Jeffrey. If you've never heard of him, he is the founder of Get Off Your Acid. It is a organic, raw, alkaline superfood brand, and they have minerals, protein. They've got different greens. They've got alkalizers for your coffee. I have personally been using a salted caramel mineral powder that takes away the super acidity in the coffee that you drink in the morning or whatever in your coffee. And I can tell that you don't have that race to the bathroom feeling, but the coffee, you know, it still gets the job done, but it takes away that intensity, that shock that the coffee gives your gut. And that is just one of the star products from get off your acid. We are doing a giveaway and we'll talk about that in a little bit, but ensure that you are listening to this episode and engaging on Hotter Than Health podcast on Instagram, my most recent post with the information from this episode and tag a friend, you'll be entered in to win a badass giveaway. We'll talk more about that in a minute. But who is Dr. Daryl on the podcast? Dr. Daryl is a highly sought after gut and health inflammation specialist with over two decades of experience in the field. He's overcome lifelong sugar addictions and addiction to his own gut gut and mold toxicity issues. He knows firsthand what it takes to overcome adversity and challenges in the pursuit of superior health. In addition to running a successful Alchemind brand, he is also the founder of Kick Acid Enterprises, a virtual nutrition testing and coaching platform focusing on getting to the root of your inflammation issues, uh, restoring balance, and strengthening the gut microbiome that he calls gut fitness. We talk a lot about gut fitness. We talk about cutting the sugar cravings. We talk about less acidity in the diet. We also talk a lot from a holistic and, and medical perspective on what nutrition and gut health testing can do for you. And I think that a big part of what we talk about is not only what are the protocols, what are we, what are things that we have in our pantry, what can we get out of our pantry, but also if we do want to take a test, he's, he set us up with a couple of details and there will be a discount code in the show notes. If you go to, uh, if you go to the show notes on Spotify or wherever you are listening to the podcast, and we want to make sure it's accessible if it's something that you're really interested in is looking up the gut health tests. 
like I mentioned, today is a part one of two. Next week, we will have part two. And I know you all all love this. Get pen and paper. There are so many details. And he makes it an incredibly relatable and understandable conversation. This wasn't something where you walk in and you feel overwhelmed with information. It's so applicable. He's a storyteller. He's such a dynamic character. And we really get into all things gut health, mold toxicity, uh, and more just thought-provoking habits that we can center into our daily life. And that's what I really love about this podcast is taking bits and pieces of every episode, implementing them into my day-to-day life and noticing instead of throwing a million different solutions at an issue, trying to go one at a time, observing the effects and benefits, and then abs- and then just going for it and then seeing seeing what really is working. And then if it's not, get rid of it. Take what you like, leave what you don't. Without further ado, let's get Dr. Daryl on the podcast. I know you are going to eat this episode up and I cannot wait for next week's. So welcome Dr. Daryl to the podcast. Dr. Daryl, before we started recording, you mentioned that you were just dealing with mold, like an insane amount of mold, you and your son. Can you dive into that? Because you mentioned it's not just about black mold. What were some of your symptoms? What what was the entire situation? What happened? I just hear that word mold and I get the chills. It's like it's the, the experience was crazy. But again, I believe God gives us things for a reason. And um, I'll tell you what I, I kind of drew from this. But we were in New York City. You know, that's where my practice was for 22 years. And then July of 2020, we just decided we want to get out of the city. The city was nuts. We always wanted to, my son, Brayden and Aaliyah, they were, um, Brayden was six at the time, and I believe Aaliyah was three. And we just wanted to move them into just a more natural environment, you know, not the concrete jungle. New York is always home. I love New York, but wanted to get out. So we decided to move to Newport Beach, California. Um, and we, uh, we get there and we didn't know like how we were going to like it. You know, I love the whole surf vibe there. And it's just a beautiful area right by the water. Um, but, you know, we didn't know how we we're going to like it and all that. So we rented a house to start, you know, and when we move in, it's like most people think of mold. It's like, I see this black mold on the wall, like that's yeah. danger. But most of the time, 80% of the time, like you can't see the mold. It's in the dust because it's microscopic, those spores. It's in the dust. Um, it's in the walls, right? So we're living in this house unknowingly that was literally riddled with mold. And Mold is, it's, it's opportunistic, just like anything. COVID is opportunistic. Like COVID doesn't kill you. It's like, it's the body's resistance. That's the whole thing. It's about the biologic terrain. It's no different with bacteria, with candida, mold, even cancer, right? So um, it was interesting because my wife, um, Chelsea, and my daughter, like they did pretty well. Like they didn't really um, have any symptoms. But um, my son, a few months in, you know, it's, it's Christmas and uh, maybe like a week before and uh, my friend Claire was over, we're making healthy gingerbread cookies. And my son started jumping up and down like this. And Claire's like, oh, Brayden, you're so excited. And I look over at my wife, I'm like, this is not like, this is not excitement. I've been noticing some stuff over the last month or so. And I'm actually concerned, like there's something more to this. There's something more going on with him. And Wait, how, few- how old is your son at this time? He's six. He turned nine in just uh, a week or so, but he was six at the time. Okay. Um, so, um, so like, I- I'm concerned, you know, as, as a father and a doctor, I'm like, what's going on here? And um, 
So basically, like the, over the next few weeks, his symptoms start getting worse. You know, what started out as what he called him, he called him his jumpies, right? Because he was jumping up and down. What started out as jumpies actually started turning into neck twitches. He starts going like this. Huh. I mean, just heart, heartbreaking. And as it keeps going on, then it starts turning into verbal tics. And I'll never forget. And now, like, I'm starting to get like a little symptomatic, but like, I'm also flying back and forth to New York City every three weeks because my practice is in New York, right? And, um, so, I'm so you're like, oh, forth. it's fatigue from travel. and Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, I got a lot of stress. You know, it's like it's COVID. I'm going back and forth. You know, New York City was nuts. So is California. Um, my son starts developing these symptoms. And as like a doctor, not just a dad, I'm like, what's causing this? Like, I, I, I'm the guy that helps everybody. I'm fixing everybody. And I, I can't figure out in this moment what's going on with my son. And so I'm like developing like these little symptoms like brain fog, some sinus stuff, but I just chalked it up to what you just said, which is just the stress of everything that's been going on. And then I'll never forget, um, it was April 21st, 2021. And we had gone out to dinner. Um, and at this time, like his, his tics, right? Neurologic tics were in full force. And um, there was a girl sitting at the table next door at this Italian dinner and literally every 10 seconds, He's got a tick like this. Mm. And I just, as, as a dad, I'm looking at my wife across the table and I'm just like, oh, I just, I just want to get through this dinner as quickly as possible, you know, just to get him out of that environment. Cause I know he's also trying to hold them in. And sure. Same thing. It at makes school, it worse. He would, yeah. He would hold them in. And when he would get home, they would unleash. And um, so, you know, and, and again, I, I start becoming an investigator. I start, you know, uh, researching everything possible. I'm calling uh, all the top experts, you know, my friends and colleagues, this person's a brain expert. This one's a therapist. This one's a functional medicine doctor. Cause I just want to have a soundboard. I'm so emotionally attached to this as his dad. Um, I want to run it by, you know, other people. And that's when like the therapist starts saying Tourette's Tourette's I'm like, no, I'm like, you're not going to, you're not going to label my son with some name. Like there has to be a cause. Yeah. If you look at like a diagnosis, Eliza, die means two, agnosis means not knowing. Two people, the doctor and the patient don't know what the hell's going on. So it's like, let's stop diagnosing. Let's get to the root cause uh. of why it's happening. So we get home after that dinner and me and my wife are just like really just upset about what's going on. I'm flying out the next morning. I'm like, oh, um, it's brutal. And we just decided to play a board game. It was Candyland. Remember that game growing up? Oh, it's um, the best. My favorite game. Yeah. The, the best, the best game. So we're, we're, we're playing Candyland and all of a sudden my son starts going like this and he starts going poop, poop, mm, and he goes, looks at me, he goes. He said what? Oh, he apologized. Sorry. He said, sorry. And angel. I look at my wife and like, we have tears in our eyes and we're like, just doing whatever we can to like, not just like, like unleash the tears in front of him. Oh. So yeah, so it, it was it was really like a tough time. And then the next morning I left to New York and every time I leave to New York, they would go running after my Uber. So there was a lot of stress. That's kind of my point. Like yeah. when I say things are opportunistic, you know, stress is the biggest killer. I mean, it outweighs anything you could drink or eat a million times to one in terms of the inflammation it causes, the acidity mm -hmm. it causes, how it suppresses your immune function. It literally, you stop yes. digesting because- you know, when you're, when you're stressed, your body goes into fight or flight. Like all you care about is getting away so that T-Rex doesn't come and eat you for lunch. Right. Yes. Um, but here's the problem is that like, we're all marinating in our cortisol, our stress hormone. We literally are, are so stressed physically, 
emotionally, chemically, EMFs, electromagnetic, like we are being bombarded by this, it causes us to do this, right? Our vibration, and we become more opportunistic to all these things. So mm. ideally, like our body should be resisting these, like, like my wife, Chelsea did, and like Aaliyah did. But, you know, for the stressful reasons, Brandon was a few years older. Every time I left to go back to New York, he got very, very upset because daddy was leaving. I would come back, you know, I, I would land, I would get to the house at like 10, 11 at night. And they would like be like fighting who's going to sleep with daddy that night. Aww. So um, it was tough. And then literally a week after I left when that night happened, I'm in New York City and um, I'm at an Airbnb and my my tongue starts contracting. Like imagine your tongue starts contracting 24 oh seven, like you're doing this like a bicep and you can't like, stop it. Just throbbing. Weird. Not just throbbing, but like, like I guess like, contract. imagine you're doing this to your bicep yeah, and you're doing that and you don't stop and you oh don't my stop. God. Imagine that's your tongue. And I, I mean, I, as a doctor, I know how important your tongue is, but I didn't know how important your tongue is. Like, like the amount of things that your tongue does, it's like, it's the strongest muscle in your body. It's got the most innervation of every muscle. And here I am like in this uh, New York city apartment and I'm like freaking out. You know, sometimes as a doctor, you know, too much. I'm thinking, okay, I know that this tongue is controlled by the hypoglossal nerve. All right. Do I have a brain tumor? Do I have cancer? (laughs) Like I'm going, I'm going to that place. Right. And, um, so anyway, uh, I can't stop it. I'm, I'm doing everything. I'm like, you know, taking Epsom salts, baths, magnesium, I'm biohacking, doing all the things I know, brain tap, you know, I can't do anything. I mean, when I'm talking because my tongue is swollen, I'm getting a list. Um, I couldn't meditate because this took me out. I couldn't sleep until finally I was so tired. I passed out and I woke up the next morning thinking that this was a bad dream, but it wasn't, it was actually realistic. So I called my good friend up, Dr. Jerry Kiratola, one of my closest friends and mentors. He's the top biologic dentist in the world. I'm like, Jerry, I'm, I'm freaking out. Like my tongue is contracting. I don't know what's causing this. He's like, get your butt down to my office. He's literally 30 blocks down on Park Avenue. So um, I go in there as bi- as a biologic doctor, you know, which he is as well. Sometimes, Eliza, we don't know what causes a specific symptom. Yeah. You know, it's like there's so many different reasons, which is why we got to get to this root cause and stop going after the symptom. Yeah, you know, I want people's symptoms to go away yesterday, just like I wanted my symptoms to go away. But most doctors are doing this with like drugs and surgery, right? Yes. So unless it's like a crisis, like we have the best crisis care system in the world, right? But we don't have a not preventative. It, yes, yes. Yeah. There's nothing healthier caring about our system. Again, if I get hit by like a car, you know, cancel, rewind, delete. I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Take me to the hospital. But like all the other things, like what are we doing proactively, as you said, to prevent it? So um, long story short, um, I go to his office. Uh, We found old root canals. I had a root canal from high school here, here, here. Um, Wisdom tooth cavitation. So, you know, we don't know what's causing this dystonia, what it was called on my tongue, but the whole thing is like, whenever you don't know what's going on, what we need to do as, as people and as doctors with my patients, the cause of all dis-ease, which is lack of balance in the body, lack of harmony, is deficiency and toxicity, right? Mm-hmm. So again, your body needs something it's not getting in some form of nutrient and or there's toxins that are getting into the body that are making your body become more toxic, right? So it's like the, a, a plant. If the plant begins to wilt, most doctors will say, give it drugs, give it surgery. But no, sure. again, if that plant's going to die. Right. But ultimately, give that plant water, give it sunlight, give it nutrients. But here's the problem is that you can give the plant all the things it needs to strengthen it. But but environmentally, if it's getting something. Yeah, you nailed it. So maybe there's a gas station next door and there's some gasoline leaking into the soil, the root system of that plant. So no, no matter what you do to strengthen that plant, it's still wilting. It's going to die. Why? Because it's toxified. 
Mm-hmm. And this is why so many people, they're eating like, they come to me, Dr. Darrell, like I'm, I'm on your strength eating diet. I'm taking supplements. I'm exercising. You know, I'm meditating. Why do I still feel like crap? Yeah. Because there are hidden toxins in the gut, in the body, stealth pathogens, like mold was with me and my son that was taking us out. And it was deeper with my, with my son. Um, there was also a stealth uh, strep infection in his gut something called pans, pans. I'm not sure if you ever heard of it before. Um, So, you know, I had to become this investigator, right? And like any investigator does, you follow that evidence. And I learned that there was something called pans, panda, which is when you have a hidden strep infection and that strep infection literally eats its way through the gut lining, works its way up to the brain, and then it causes inflammation of the brain. And that's what was triggering these ticks. And when you have mold, Mold suppresses your immune system. Mold causes leaky gut. So any other infections that were hidden under the surface in the body, guess what happens? They become like head on to the forefront. Same thing happens with COVID. Someone gets COVID, other co-infections start to take over the body, right? Um, Was was there something, was there something that you specifically did to figure out mold was in your home? Did you do a a mold test or was it, was it like, okay, let's just check our environmental factors. And then you just so happened upon mold or you knew it was a big, big toxin. What was that? process like I, so again like what you don't see you don't know and the problem with mold is that it mimics just like lime it mimics so many other common things brain fog um sinus issues reflux like here i am the reflux like 90 percent of my clients i virtually coach have reflux and like i was getting reflux it was insane so like i'm having all these symptoms but like why would i think of mold like mold is like the last thing and that's the, and that's why sometimes like we have to like literally think outside the box yeah. and like test and don't guess. So anyway, so how I, how I unfolded all of this was when I went to see um, Dr. Kiratola, mm-hmm. uh, we did a culture of my tongue and we, we pulled out the first root canal because we should never have root canals. They're literally another way to toxify the system. Um, he pulled out that tooth and then we put in some uh, PRF, uh, which is my stem cells from my own body that we did right before the, the procedure. Um, we, we rinsed it out with ozone and basically cleaned it out. But what we did was we analyzed the tissue with a bioscanner mm. from Germany. And when we got the report back, there was like eight pages of pathogens that we uncovered that was in my mouth. It was insane. And guess yeah. what? It ranks them. Like this is a one, which is like, that's high priority. This is like a three, not as priority. There was three different forms of mold in my mouth. And I'm like, what? Like so mold, where did, where, did, where did mold come from? And that's when I started like going deeper and I'm like, all right, I got to investigate this. I'm going to test my body. So I did a urine test from a company called um, Great Great Plains Laboratory, and there it was, three high-level forms of mold in my body. Mm. Like, this is crazy. So then I tested my son. He had three high levels. I tested my uh, wife and daughter. Um, They had one. Again, we were more susceptible to it. So then I'm like, all right, we have been exposed to mold. Clearly, this is coming from the house. Even our dog, Sprout, had mold. Um, And he was the the first to that one, which is crazy. (laughs) Poor Sprout. He, like, we get there, like, a month in, he starts, like, biting his paws. Like, all night long, he's biting his paws. We're like, this is crazy. We're putting... Uh, Like we're getting like a glass like this with apple cider vinegar. We're putting his paws in there. He hated it. We couldn't figure it out. Um, It all came full circle when we did his blood test and it had high levels of aspergillus fungus, which is a mold, right? So anyway, um, I tested the house um, with, um, there's this great company. It's a very inexpensive way. If you want to get a high level look, if there's mold in the house, it's called Envirobiomics. Um, They have a bunch of different kits that they can send you. um, And I'm not connected to the company. It's just something everyone should know about this because believe it or not, like 70% of homes actually have mold and you don't have to be in like I mean, I live in an apartment complex. So I know that I'm, it's on, I'm getting it from all angles. There's like, oh yeah, I'm a, I'm. I just know I'm not definitely not going to turn my camera around and show you all the 
electrical towers that are in front of me. Trust me, I'm fully aware. I'm like, you know, there's only so much I can do. I'm just going to keep my windows open. <laughs> no toxins in the house. That's yeah. fine. And, and and that and I love that what you just said is that it's about finding your balance. There's, we are more toxic than we've ever been in human history. And like, yes, you have that outside your home, right? But there's things that we can do to make our home safer. You know, yeah. um, uh, we have things that block EMF, electromagnetic frequency. I have it right over there. Um, so basically my whole, my whole house is covered because again, EMFs, but you can't see them. If they could go through that concrete wall, guess what? They're going to your body. They're going to affect yeah. your brain. Um, so like there's so many different things that we can do, not just to biohack our body and strengthen our body so we have more resilience and more strength, mm -hmm. but it's also the same thing for our environment. Like what can we do to make our environment stronger? Because there's always going to yeah. be toxins that surround us. So we tested the house with this yeah. Swifter. It's easy. You do like 10 different areas of the home. And literally within a week, I got the report back 24 out of 25 high level molds. And by the way, like I live in Florida now, which is like a very moist, uh, hum yeah. humid, which breeds mold, but mold is everywhere. It's in California. It's in like so many New York city apartments because the most old. common way we get mold is, is water leaks, like old water damage. You yeah. can have a leak for literally 24 hours. That's all the mold needs. It needs mm -hmm. basically a water source, a leak. It needs oxygen. And then it needs something to eat like, uh, like the drywall or whatever that might be. So um, the good so, news was yeah. I didn't have cancer. Like, you know, I'm not going to die, though I thought I was. I mean, Eliza, there was moments where I was so sick. Like, I couldn't – my memory got so affected by this. Like, I was having an interview, and the person asked me a question. I couldn't even remember the question. I had to write it down. It was insane. Uh, but, like, when I, when I realized that this was mold toxicity, I actually became relieved because it's like, you know what? Mold is nasty. It's a beast. But you can fix um, it. But we can, we can fix it, you know, and I'll never forget a year later, I'm standing right before we moved to, to Florida, um, I'm at Laguna beach and my wife snapped this picture. This was not like a post picture. She snapped this picture. I'm literally like, um, like this in the water. I'm looking up at the sun, hands my up eyes to Jesus. <laughs> hands up to Jesus. Yes. And I'm telling you, that was a big part of my healing, which was mm -hmm. I, I, I lost my faith over the years because New York city just beat me down. But I, I found God again, you know, oh, and I wow. found my faith again. And I and I just surrendered. Like I was at such a low point. I'm like, God, please bring, you know, I learned that many times in my life. I just asked, I reached out to God when I needed something. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's not, that's not the right approach. So I learned so many lessons through this, but um, I surrendered and I let go and I let God and I found my faith. And um, I believe that God brought me so many, so many things. He brought people into my life that helped me heal from different forms of IVs to different experts. Um, he gave me the information that I needed to. And, and I think on a deeper source, I believe that I went through this so that I can help other people on a much deeper level. Yeah. Um, and now that's what I'm doing. You know, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I'm helping people with, you know, not only mold toxicity, but the core of what I do now is what I call gut fitness. Um, and, you know, there's nothing more important to the health of your body. You've got to start with the gut. So many downstream issues that my clients are going with um, or having, whether it's thyroid issues or skin problems or weight gain or reproductive yeah. issues, you got to look to the gut. And so she snaps this picture. I'm like this. And um, it was an amazing moment because I hear my, like, my, my little ones like giggling, you know, like the kids laugh, like they're laughing, playing in the water. And I just, I'm saying to myself, thank you, God. Like I made it to the other side. Like mm. I'm better. I'm healed. I wasn't a hundred percent, but I wasn't mm. even close to where I was. And sure. you know, so oh. now here I am in Naples and, uh, this just took my mission, you know, which was my, my lifelong addiction to sugar. My dad going through his esophageal cancer from a silent reflux that, I didn't know about because I didn't know what the clues were back then. Um, and now this is the core of what I do.
And I do have to ask, did your son make a full recovery? Is he still making a recovery? Is that something that you could notice pretty quickly after you got rid of some of the mold and you, you figured that out? Yeah. So I, so again, like, you know, I'm, I'm consulting all these different doctors and you know, they're all, they all have their opinions. I was very grateful for that. But like when I discovered the mold and this possibility of a strep infection, because pans panda can cause neurologic tics, which is so often diagnosed as Tourette's syndrome, which breaks my heart because so many children um, are literally given mm -hmm. psychotropic drugs and antibiotics and steroids. And literally that's their life for the that's rest really of their life. That's really interesting. And this is, I, I think that that is something that I think a lot of people should listen to twice is that if you have someone around you who you think has been misdiagnosed or you think it has just been blanket diagnosed in any way, it's, yeah. it's, it, I'm not saying that that diagnosis is wrong by any means, but I'm also saying again, think outside the box. Or if you want a second opinion, if this is, if this is impacting your life on a daily basis, your, your, your people's lives, people that you love, then maybe this is something to look into as the pain. <clears throat> excuse me, the pants panda situation. And I want to, I do want to get back to, you mentioned, you mentioned gut fitness. So I hear you speak a lot about gut fitness. So what is gut fitness and why is it important? And can you give us some examples of what your clients are doing and presenting? Sure. Yeah. And just to finish that story up with my son. Oh, sure. Um, sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, and, and, and this is gut fitness, by the way, like what I'm going to yeah. tell you right now, because this was all a gut problem. Like my issue was a gut problem. My dad's esophageal cancer came from his gut. My son's neurologic tics came from his gut. And to your point, if you're, if you're dealing with a personal health issue or a loved one or a friend and you're not getting the results, it just means that you haven't found the cause. So yeah. keep on going. Test, don't guess. That's my mantra. And that's what I did with my son. Mm. So like I couldn't figure it out. And I just did what I did. Like I tested his gut. I did a DNA stool sample test of his, of his gut. It's called a GI map. It's one of two tests that I start with every client with no matter what. And Eliza, get the results back. Boom. There it was. High level strep infection. I'm like, this is crazy. I'm like, so again, I'm like. You've got to be your own advocate. We, we got the cause. So yeah. So I put him on my pro on one of my gut protocols, you know, which was um, a, a grade four based probiotic. Um, got him on greens and minerals to alkalize his gut because obviously in that situation, the gut becomes very acidic, uh, digestive enzymes. And then we went on some antimicrobials, like not an antibiotic, which will kill the gut. An antibiotic yeah. will wipe out your gut for two years. It's like an napalm bomb. We put him on an antimicrobial like olive leaf. We did a biofilm uh, disruptor, biocide. And most important, we put him on binders because binders, when you start to kill off these pathogens, it's like you have these dead pathogens in there, but you've got to get you them out get of the body. Out. So yeah, so these binders bind onto it and they're escorted out of the body. So I think of the binders like, as like suitcases that you, you like everything's just strewn about, but suitcases where you just escort all of the toxins out. Love that. Okay. Love that. Love that analogy. And like within two weeks, he he wasn't better, but he wasn't worse because he was getting worse. Mm. And then within a few weeks after that, like less intensity, less frequency. Fast forward five and a half months, ticks 100% gone. Amazing. I really wanted to hear about, I wanted to hear that success story. I did, especially yeah. for him at such a developmental age. And he's uh, try, like trying to socialize and trying to hide things and not feeling like himself and had, had 
this is such a testament to a parent being an advocate because you you were very self-aware. You said, I'm blind by bias and this is yeah. my son. I'm so emotionally attached. I, I can imagine there would be a lot of panic, like immediately trying all of these different cycles. Like, oh, we're going to go get colonics. We're going to go do all these things. Right. We're going to put him under more stress during this time. So a really, really admirable thing to do as a father. So you're Thank saying- you. And, and, we're, and yeah. we're so quick to do that because we want- we want to feel better. I want him. Like I would have traded anything. I give that to me. I'll take that on. Um, but like you have to, you can't throw darts in the dark. Like that's the sure. worst thing we can do because then you can actually make the body worse because the body requires energy to heal. So if I'm busy battling mold and a strep infection, like there's only so much energy that the body has. So if I start dumping all this other stuff in, cause I'm just like kind of guessing this could help him, then that actually may require more energy to heal. So that's why we got to test. Don't guess, know what we're dealing with. And once you know what that cause is, then you can hone in, laser focus, create a very specific protocol that's going to do exactly what you need it to do, which is get to that root. Well, here's here's something to go along with that. And then I do want to get some examples of gut fitness and the major things that your clients are presenting. But when when people ask about testing, we've done a lot of episodes on hormone panels and the Dutch test and all of these larger hormone face focus because we do have a, a largely female audience. But yeah. when we're looking at a general la lack of energy, brain fog, con constant infection, high proclivity towards sugars and things like that. When it's such a blanket statement and we just feel unwell, do you think that it's the best situation to take a GI map test first? Or do you think that that's foundationally where you should start before potentially hormone panels that are doing all these things and or, or at least at the same time? Love the question. Absolutely. A client comes to me no matter what their symptom is, no matter what they're going through, I always start with a GI map test, number one, and number two, a food sensitivity test, an MRT test, which is not looking at, are you allergic to a specific food, like peanut, like a peanut allergy? Like you'll know if you have an anaphylactic reaction. Yeah. It's looking at, is that food creating inflammation when you consume it because you can't digest it? It could be, you could be having a food sensitivity to avocado. So yeah, you have to start with that because you need to figure out like, where's this inflammation coming from? Because hormones, I see, you know, female, um, that's the majority of my clients as well. Um, and I see a lot of hypothyroidism and I see lots of hormone imbalances. Um, and that is important. We got to test that. But the problem is, is that the inflammation that most of the time, in fact, probably all the time is stemming from the gut is actually manipulating your hormones. Okay. So if I go and I, if I go and I test my hormones right now, the, there's two problems. Number one, most doctors are testing the hormones through blood. It's better than nothing at all. But you have to understand is that 99% of your, of your hormones are bound to protein. You're not seeing the whole picture. It's like if I want to buy this house I'm in. I'm like looking through a window this small to see what I'm buying. Not oh, interesting. I'm, yeah, not to mention I'm taking that hormone, that blood draw at one snapshot moment, let's say on average a 28 day cycle, I'm looking at one moment. So you mentioned the Dutch test or there's yes. a great test by- Which um, is so dying. specific, yes. Love it, love it. Cause it's using, um, you know, and then you have uh, the extended female hormone panel by Diagnostex, which I love mm. just as much. So now we're actually measuring through saliva 11 different samples throughout the course of your 28 day cycle. So now I'm looking at the entire picture, but here's the problem is that those hormones could be out of balance because of the inflammation in the leaky gut. So what I always want to do is see what is the inflammation? Where's it coming from? What other things are going on? Start to lower that process, get the gut healed. 
And then in two to three months, then we actually test the hormones because now inflammation is lower, leaky gut is more healed. There's let there's more uh, strength in the body. So when I actually get a measurement of the hormones, I'm going to be looking at what a true hormonal deficiency or an imbalance is not something that that might've been manipulated by what's going on in the gut. And that's what all these doctors are doing. They're actually seeing the hormones out of balance and then they're giving a, a drug or medication right? To basically put that number back into balance. So, all right, the number's back in balance. We did our job. Let's just maintain that number there. But the problem is, is that you didn't address the cause. All right. That fire is still raging in that body. And yeah. It's going to take you out. But wait, the numbers are good. We're okay. No, it's not okay. You got to so get we, clear imaging. Yeah, exactly. And let's, let's tack on to that. With the amount of people that are saying, Hey, I, I feel like my hormones are imbalanced. My skin, my periods are irregular. I can't get pregnant. I am gaining only lower belly fat, all of these different things that we hear or cravings, whatever it is, tired, constipated. There is a lot of information out there yes. and especially with social media. And some of it is bomb. And I'm so happy to have you on that on the podcast because that's what we want to do. We started this podcast with talking about gut health and stool and how to stay regular and all of the lifestyle environments, but this is a more medical practical type of type of conversation. So when you are seeing your patients, there are a lot of people who self-diagnose. Yeah. What are, what is the difference between a real issue that you think needs to, and again, I know this is subjective. What do you think is the difference between normal digestion issues and serious gut health problems? Well, there's no such thing as like a normal, uh, yes. bad digestive issue, right? So but what I'm saying um, is, you know, yeah. oh, well, I had a meal and I'm so bloated. Yeah, uh, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I get it. And it's a phenomenal question. Like, how do we know that this is something that's just like a little mild that or like you know, dairy it, makes me break out type of situation. Yeah. So, so I just stopped dairy and it's going to fix it or it's just something more serious. And again, like my father was a perfect example. Um, you know, he had a dry cough for so many years. And I was always like, this is before I became a, a gut health, you know, expert and interested in gut health. I'm like, what is that? What is that about? Like, what does he have this dry cough? And no one ever like talked about or picked up on it. And then He's literally driving down a week before I'm running the marathon with my mom and my mom is knitting a sweater for my son, Braden, who's six months at the time. And she feels the car veering off and she looks over at my father and he is passed out against the window, driving 70 miles per hour as the car crashes into the divider as she pulls mm. the ignition out. Now, this is crazy because he was just having a, a, a dry cough. That was it for years. But as I drive up to the hospital in Hartford, I'm thinking, okay, he had a heart attack, a stroke, maybe an aneurysm. And I get there and the doctor's like, no. Your dad has esophageal cancer. I'm like, I'm like, what? Left field. Esophageal, esophageal cancer. So like my, my point with the story is, is that cancer is always like, it's not something that you get. It's something that builds in your body. We all from, have cancer cells currently. Got it. Yeah. Yes. Got okay. It. Yeah. Poor diet, um, obviously stress, toxicity. Um, but he had a very mild symptom. It was like a silent reflux that emanated. So, so my point is that it's great that we have social media and things like TikTok because we're mm -hmm. seeing... Um, people are becoming more conscious and aware about, about their bodies, about symptoms. We have amazing resources right out there, but I always say your greatest resource is resourcefulness. So if you're having mm, a symptom, mm. it's like, don't wait for the toothache to, to start brushing and flossing, like get ahead of it. And it might be nothing. It might be something, but I don't want to guess about that when it, when it comes to me or my children or, or my patients, like, no, my mantra is test, don't guess. And if something is clear and it's something as mild as you just need to like 
take the uh, the dairy and the gluten out of your diet, which we would start already while yeah. we're testing, right? So we, we always start with the diet. You know, I start with a food diary because again, you can't supplement your way out of a bad diet. And so many people are out there, like they're getting bloating or constipation or diarrhea um, or whatever that might be, those gut symptoms. And then they start to take a supplement or a pill or a potion or a lotion, sure. but they don't change their diet. They're still jacking up their body with sugar. They're eating gluten. And again, you got, I call them weapons of mass destructions for the gut, right? You're having too much wheat, which is, which is gluten-based, uh, animal proteins that are fed with antibiotics, hormones, and corn and soy, which is our inflammatory fats, mm -hmm. dairy, which you mentioned before. And then the two S's on WMD, stress and sugar, right? All those things affect it. So that's where I always start. It's like, Let's start by removing the things that we know are going to affect your gut in a bad way. It's going to weaken your gut. So how do we strengthen the gut? We remove those things, those foods, those triggers that are going to drive up inflammation. And we start to add into the body foods that strengthen your gut and your body yeah. from the inside out. Well, let me ask you a question that I know listeners are probably thinking, okay, this guy has the balls to just say, get rid of gluten, get rid of animal proteins, get rid of X, Y, Z, sugar, coffee, stress. Okay. Then I, there's, there's a bridge might as well just bye-bye. So in the hierarchy of inflammation, if we are talking about reduction, because I also don't want people to feel overwhelmed. Oh, got to get yes. rid of this. Got to get rid of this. Yes. Like, let's be realistic here. What are also, by the way, in four minutes, I'm going to have to send you a new link because I haven't updated zoom. No worries. Anyways. We have four minutes. Okay. Um, in the hierarchy of gluten, sugar, caffeine, stress, sleep, what, if you, top five, order of importance, one being the most important, what would you say to reduce first? Oh, that's such a great question. And I love that you said that because ultimately it's about finding your balance. You know, that's what I love about Kelly Ripa. She's like 80, 20, 80, yeah. 20, like 80% 80, 80 of what you do has to create strength in your body. And then you have like a I got leeway. chocolate in the fridge, but I got 20 crystals in front of me, you know, things. Yeah, exactly. Things. And then, and then, and then the chocolate in the fridge, like my whole philosophy is like, I'm not saying like, don't have chocolate. I love chocolate. Who doesn't love chocolate, but let's use my never better best approach. And we'll get to those five things in a second, but this is so important, which is never better best. So like, let's not have milk chocolate because obviously dairy has sugar and we shouldn't be eating dairy. We're the only mammals that consume another mammal's breast milk after weaning. So that's mm -hmm. something we shouldn't do, right? Um, let's have something better. That would be like 100% dark chocolate. What's the best option would be something like raw cacao. It's unrefined, it's high in minerals. So that's my whole approach. It doesn't which is like, taste it's not a great by itself though. What's that? I don't love the way it tastes by itself though. Yeah, you, you I may do or may 85%. not. I do an 85%. Yeah, and, that's, and, that, and that's my whole point, which is fine okay, what okay. works for you. But like okay. what I'm saying is that you can't do the milk chocolate. You can do the milk chocolate, but like if you're going to do the milk chocolate, that's part of the 20%, Got then it. everything else, because it's all about how you neutralize the effects of what you put into the body. Um, it's about if I'm having dark, if I'm having milk chocolate, that's going to create a lot of acid in my, in my body. Yes. So I need to neutralize the effects of that acid. What neutralizes that is minerals, right? Magnesium and potassium. So that's yes. the whole point. Find your balance. It's not about giving up. I, I was addicted to sugar so hardcore. And for years I tried to beat it by deprivation, but sugar yes. is not a food. It's a drug. It's, it's become America's drug of choice. It literally jacks up your brain. It's eight times more addicted than cocaine. So when I tried to give it up, Eliza, it's like, okay, two weeks, honeymoon phase is over. I'm back. It's, like, it's a binge. It's a binge. It, yeah. It's a binge. It's not a lifestyle. So yeah. for me, I finally beat sugar. And this is what led to my book, Get Off Your Sugar, by adding in foods that help the body, that strengthen the body. And what happens over time, the good outweighs the bad because your taste buds change every 14 days. 
And yes. you need more of that drug just to keep you neutral. So I need more and more sugar just to keep that high neutral. So as we start to put more food, like when I start like one of my detoxes in the beginning, if I'm all, if I'm like putting lots of sugar in my body, the salad, it's like, oh man, the salad's awful. But by day 14, like, man, that is the best tasting salad ever. Not because like, I just like starve myself and that's all I have. It's no, it's my taste buds Your taste buds change. change. Yes. Yeah. So I think number one on the list is stress. There's no doubt. Stress, right? got it. Um, because stress again, shuts if it, you know, if there's like, I live in Naples, we had a hurricane a few months ago. When you have a hurricane, you're not going to remodel your kitchen. All right. And what I mean by that is that when you're stressed, you go into fight or flight, your body can't go inwards and focus on growth and repair. Your body doesn't care about digesting its food, doesn't care about your immune system. All it cares about is getting out of danger. So we have to manage stress better. And unfortunately right now, stress is managing us. So that could be um, meditating. You know, I love uh, I love Brain Tap, Dr. Patrick Porter, very dear friend of mine. Uh, I love Joe Dispenza, Dr. Joe Dispenza, his meditations. Yeah, there he's you go. Amazing. Um, just, oh, he's the best. Um, amazing, amazing. So it's about going inwards and helping the body. So stress is the big one, but like that is not like a quick change. So I think from like yeah. quick action steps, I think the most damaging to your gut is definitely the gluten. Um, okay. You know, okay. Glu glu yeah. Gluten. And it's not, it's, it's not just about like gluten free because when you go gluten free, it's like, yeah, they, yeah, it's processed. They put sugar in because the food tastes like cardboard without the gluten. So now they got to make it taste better. Now they're actually putting all the sugar and artificial sweeteners in. So you got to really look at, at that number one. Um, so stress is big. Um, obviously gluten is big. Um, you know, it's like processed sugar, refined foods, like the carbs, like sugar, Gluten, sugar, and omega-6 fats, like those are the three big ones, right? Um, Gluten, so sugar, like omega-6 fats. You all know that I'm not a big pre-workout girl. I like to have my coffee in the morning with a bit of protein and some cinnamon, and I'll put my Organifi, a little bit of protein in the coffee just to make sure that I'm not spiking blood sugar levels and I'm feeling balanced and it's not too much on my gut. But over the past week or so, I've it's not that I've been super tired during my workouts, but I've really been excited and I wanted to have an extra level of precision, if you will. And I really do believe that incorporating the peak power, the energizing blend from Organifi, has been a game changer for me. I will say, I had one of the best leg workouts with hip thrusts, heavy hip thrusts, uh, excuse me, heavy for me, heavy, heavy hip thrusts, lots of glute work, some sprints, just an overall badass feeling workout. And if you are interested in having that type of workout, then why not supplement with something that is a high performance energy drink, but also not having a bunch of those added BS flavors, anything that tastes too harsh. You want to have some really high quality ingredients in there. So the Peak Power product from Organifi is a potent energizing blend that supports mental focus and premium hydration without negative side effects. This refreshing lemon lime drink will help you keep your performance at its peak every day. This is something I actually only did half of a scoop because I'm sensitive to caffeine. And I will say, typically pre-workouts have in the past made me jittery. It's Some people say it makes them itchy. This does not have any of those extra ridiculous ingredients that you can't pronounce that make you feel weird. This is all clean, glyphosate residue-free, friendly, awesome ingredients. And like I said, I trust, <laughs> I do trust the Organifi products. 
like they are my flesh and blood. I love these products and I said, let me give it a try. I tried it for about a week and I did it during the follicular phase of my cycle so that it wasn't super messing with my hormones. I was already having good natural energy, but I did feel that this gave me more precision and helped me stay a little bit more clear and focused during my my workout. Normally I'm, you know, bouncing off the walls like a squirrel, doing all these different things and then cutting reps short because I'm getting bored. This one gave me a little bit more of an intense focus, but without a crash afterwards. Again, this is the peak power. Um, you can you can check it out on my Organifi shop page. You can go to Organifi.com backslash HTH and get 20% off if you have been looking for a pre-workout or if you don't love coffee in the morning and it makes you go to the bathroom before your workout. Maybe give this a try. It's the peak power. You can get 20% off using code HTH at Organifi.com backslash HTH. Thank you so much, Organifi, for being the best sponsor of the Hotter Than Hell podcast. Threes. Or omega-6s. Okay, so there's omega-6s and omega-3s. Omega-6s aren't always bad, but we get more of them. Is that right? With the ratios are off? Yeah, omega-6s are way worse to your body than sugar because your body will burn off the sugar because it wants to get rid of it, but it can't get off, it can't get rid of the omega-6 fats that has a half-life of seven years. So you gotta remember there's fats that heal and there's fats that kill. So omega-3 fats like salmon, fish oil, those are fats that heal your body because they're anti-inflammatory. Omega-6s are the fats that kill because they're pro-inflammatory. Now we need omega-6s because, and it should be a one-to-one ratio, like, right? Like we don't want too many omega-6s. Well, if omega-6s are bad, they create inflammation. Why do we want them at all in our body? Because if I cut my finger, inflammation is what's going to heal that cut. If we yes. don't have inflammation, you don't, you don't heal. But if that is chronic inflammation, then that will kill you. So that ratio of omega-3s to omega-6s should be one-to-one. It should be no more than three to one, omega sixes to three. The average American pre-pandemic was 19 to one, post-pandemic, 25 to one. Now there's a there's a, a kit on my website. It's amazing. It's called the Omega-3 um, Acid Inflammation Test Kit. Well, actually I have it right here, so funny. Um, where we send this kit to our patients, they prick their finger at home, put the drop of blood right on the card, send it to the lab, and in 12 days, you'll know exactly what your ratio is. Eliza, what is- I've tested- uh, Sorry, go ahead. On. No, I was saying, I tested clients who were 50 to one. I had this one client, she was back when I was practicing in New York City. Um, she lived in Connecticut and has seen like every doctor, she was suffering with serious depression. My heart broke oh. for her. She was on like four or five different medications and like saw every specialist. Like, we've been to everybody, we've done everything. Well, did they test your omega-3, omega-6 ratio? Because that is one of the prime causes of inflammation of the brain, right? Oh, inflammation okay. of the yes, brain. Yes triggers anxiety and depression. So the big two causes of inflammation of the brain is too many omega-6 fats, but also leaky gut, right? So we measured her her omega-3-6 ratio and get this, it was 88 to one. That means she had 88 times more of these damaging inflammatory fats. And here's the problem is that your brain is 60% fat. So the fats compete for the same enzymes. If you have 88 times more of these bad guys than the good guys, who's gonna win? The bad guys. And it was making her brain so chemically whacked out that not only could she not think straight, she had poor memory, poor focus, poor attention, but it was also driving the depression. So the good news was- What is the diet or the lifestyle of someone that would test for 50 plus to one? And also 
is it just diet or is it because they have leaky gut that the good ones are getting out and they might be, <clears throat> they might have this perfect diet is, or, or what would a, what would a healthy ish lifestyle look like yeah. that you would want? Yeah. Leaky gut is going to accelerate the cause, right? So like le leaky gut becomes the gasoline on the fire. Leaky gut is, is the cause of all disease, you know, and, and low stomach acid. So that's definitely a big problem, but we, we wanna, I want to talk, talk about that afterwards, put a pin in that sure. one. Yes. Yeah. So just having these omega-6s, which are so prevalent in our diet, well, what are omega-6 fats? I, we already said omega-3s are like salmon and like the DHA that comes from like a, a, yolk, a yolk of an egg, walnuts, um, chia seeds, uh, you know, things like that. But the, the chat, I'm a plant-based guy, but like when you get your omega-3s from plant-based sources, the, the challenge or problem is they don't convert well to the omega-3s that I would get ha from having a piece of wild-caught salmon or fish oil. So those so omega-3s are- would supplement. Yeah. So there's Got five it. supplements that everybody needs to take, no matter what's going on, no matter how healthy or, or sick, your kids and, and elderly alike, there's five supplements. And we can go over these later if you want. But one of them is omega-3 fatty acids, fish oil. Um, we are so deficient. That and magnesium are two of the biggest deficiencies that I see with my clients, in fact, in the Western hemisphere. And why do we need omega-3s? It's not only for lowering inflammation, it's to optimize brain function, it's for brain health. And there's research showing that when you are omega-3 deficient, there are literally 96,000 preventable deaths that happen every year just from omega-3 deficiency. Mm -hmm. So we got to get omega-3s. You got to get a good quality source, wild caught. All right. I know it's a little bit more expensive, but go to your farmer's markets. There's great there, ways to actually find more affordable sources of these omega-3 fats. There was a brand that I really, really liked that was recommended to me. It was called Rosita. And they mm. have a really, really nice, high quality cold water fish omega. So look that up. I, I don't think I'm crazy because I really trust that person, but Rosita, and they also do a discount on subscription. I'm not, this Hotter Than Health is not sponsored by them, but I have heard. Yeah. So if you're interested in that, Rosita would be a good one. And maybe thank you. I'm going to, I'm going to check that. I love that. It's like, we're always going to give things that we use for our, our lives and our families. And that's yeah. so important because again, we need these resources. Now, omega-6 is where where they come found? from. Yeah, they mm -hmm. come from anything that you buy in the store that's like packaged. I did a, I went to the store the other day, Sprouts, and I was, I just love to just start shooting video. People like think I'm nuts, number one. And then all of a sudden, you have a crowd <laughs> behind you. So I'm talking about like salad dressings, right? So I go to salad dressings and I start basically showing every salad dressing the number one ingredient soybean oil. Mm -hmm. So it's soybean oil, corn oil, um, cottonseed oil, canola oil. The worst omega-6 fat is grapeseed oil, uh, which a lot of people use for cooking. It's It's got 954 times more omega-6s compared to omega-3. So this is the problem. Most box good, like most boxes, most packaged stuff that you find in the store is going to have some form of one of these inflammatory oils. It's in or there. restaurants it's, cook with it. So even when you go out to a restaurant and you order a kale salad with grilled chicken on it, the grilled chicken might have the soybean oil. Yeah, or the, or the yeah. grapeseed oil. Okay. Yeah. And that's a good point. So like, you're not crazy. Like when I go to restaurants, it's just like, I'll ask those questions. You know, it's like, is this wild? If it's wild caught, it's going to show, it's going to say it on the menu because if I'm like a, a chef and I'm spending extra money because I want to deliver a higher uh, premium product, I'm going to, I'm going to advertise that. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, the worst fish that you can have is like grouper or swordfish because it's a larger fish. Wait, so, I thought that grouper was one of the lowest mercury fishes because it grows so fast that it spends less time in the water absorbing. I'm not I'm not only talking about mercury. I'm also talking about metastatic tumors. 
you know, it's, uh. it's, yeah. And swordfish very, so yeah, it, it's, it, it just bio, it bioaccumulates it because it's higher up on the food chain. Um, so you want to go for more like um, omega-3 fish, wild fish, like trout, salmon, herring, uh, sardines, anchovies, things like that. Um, and they're, right. they're definitely going to be safer, but like the source is critical um, because if it's not wild caught, then it's a frankenfish. It's like fed with all this insane stuff. Like they literally will put dye in the salmon to make it look pink. Like, yes, you can crazy. look on the back of the smoked salmon packaging and it'll say, you know, yeah. salmon preservative, citric acid, and then it will say food, like red color. It's pretty yeah, crazy. It's, it, so you have, to, we got to become conscious label readers. And um, I interviewed a doctor for my first book, Get Off Your Acid. His name is Dr. Joseph um, Hibbelin. And this is crazy. He actually did studies on murderers and people in insane asylums. And aside from psycho psychotropic drugs, you know, which is definitely always an issue with some of these, um, he measured their omega-6, omega-3 ratio. And the average omega-6, 3 ratio in these people that were doing horrific things was 70 to 1. And what he was saying is Holy that shit. their omega-6s were so high and out of balance that it literally was inflaming their brain and making their brain so whack that they couldn't make rational decisions. So here are this patient of mine, Melissa is 88 to one. We do the test, we find it out. I put her on high dose omega-3 fish oil, clean up her diet a bit. Four months later, she's off of all, I think it was four medications, off of all four medications. Depression is gone. She's literally like a new found person again. Um, and I, I think on the retest, because I always retest uh, between three and four months, it was under 10 to one. And then eventually a few months later, we got it under three to one. Um, but that's it's unreal. It's unreal. And like, this is the stuff that we have to look for. So, um, I really want to take this test now. I really want to take this test because I've, yeah, we'll, I do we'll, try really hard, but I would love to know. We'll, I'll, I'll get you set up with it. It's, it's, it's an amazing test. And that's like, Thank again, you. my mantra, which is like test don't guess. So like every year there's a certain test like that we should be doing. We should test our gut with a GI map. All right. We should do a food sensitivity test. We should do an omega-3 test and we should do a comprehensive blood panel. Like those four things. It's not a, it's not a huge amount. Um, but it is to someone and, who isn't you. <laughs> it, yeah. Well, it, it seems like a, a, it, that does coming from someone who is, I would say in between the, yeah. you know, I'm not psychotic about it, but I'm so interested in it. It's, it is my livelihood, but the lay person is not going to say, yes. Oh yeah, it's, it's January 1st time to go get my right. comprehensive blood panel and all of these things. I feel fine, but I just go in for fun. You know, it, it that's not necessarily, but I if, do think that people should start with a GI. I if I'm 20 you. years old, I'm not doing anything. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. When, when, when are we motivated? We're motivated to actually do something when we actually have a pain that's bigger than the actual uh, pleasures that we're experiencing. So when pain gets to that high level, like you'll do anything. Right. So, um, it's, it's a great, it's a great valid point. So it all depends on where we're at, you know, but yeah. again, like if I'm dealing with a health concern and like, I want to really start to like figure this out, like those are four tests. Now, if someone says, you know, I just can't do those tests. Like what are the two most important tests? GI map MRT. you got to start with those two. And then if someone's not going to do those, what do we do? All right. What I do is I start with the diet, like always, no matter what. So we start with a strength eating diet, start to put foods in your body that strengthen you from the inside out. You've got to think more green juices, more green smoothies, uh, green soups, more salads, um, green, you know, uh, stir fries and like steamed vegetables, because the greens are the core of what I call a strength eating diet. Why are they so important? Because they're loaded with chlorophyll, chlorophyll and the minerals in there. <clears throat> it's the most it's the most powerful nutrient for the body. Yes. Um, so that, that's where we start. So I just say, let's add more of that into your diet. 
all right? You're eating some of these bad fats. Let's start to increase more of these healthy fats. Let's have an avocado for breakfast. Let's put some broccoli sprouts on that. You can have a, an, a grass-fed egg, you know, that's cooked in grass-fed butter or some coconut oil. Mm -hmm. Like that's a healthy breakfast that the average person is going to be fine with, right? Totally. Um, drizzle a little olive oil on top of that. Like that's mm -hmm. what I call a strength-eating breakfast. Um, or you can have a smoothie. Like, so again, start with so, a diet. Yeah. Okay. So like prioritizing whole foods, bare minimum, and then we did talk a little bit about, and I do want to get into supplementation and, uh, I do want to get into leaky gut, but one question I did have first was, and, and I know that this might be specific to me, but I do know that there are a lot of people who, who do listen to this podcast, who are interested in, in upgrading their life. Like they're, they're really trying to get to that next level. Maybe they've been working out more. Maybe they are dating or single or it's summertime mm -hmm. and alcohol is a big is a big factor in, in social settings, in lifestyle and everything. What are your thoughts on alcohol's effect on the gut? Well, number one, it's not about deprivation. It's about moderation, right? So I'll never say give, like I enjoy a couple of drinks on the weekend, you know, sure. <laughs> but again, it's, it's, that good, uh, yeah. it's that good, better, best philosophy. Um, but alcohol is heavily acidic. Um, you know, it's, it's a gut destroyer. It's another one of those weapons of mass destructions. But it's about, again, finding your balance. You know, if I have a glass of red wine and that actually takes stress out of my life at the end of the day on a Friday, right, I think the positive uh, of that outweighs probably the negative fact that this is actually sure. very safe to your body. Depending if you're on what staying you out till 2 a.m. taking shots, ripping shots every 10 minutes and then drinking pina coladas and there's sugar and there's all this stuff. And then it affects your sleep and then you're even more stressed the next day. I think you're so right about the balance. Yeah. And, and like when it comes to alcohol, like anytime I post the alcohol post, it always gets the most hits. It's so funny. So like, what would be the worst alcohol beer? Why? Cause it's a fermented grain, right? Grains are one of those things that we just want to try to eliminate out of the diet. So instead of having something like a, uh, like, um, you know, brown rice or white rice, a better option would be like quinoa or wild rice. Quinoa is a seed, wild rice is, is a grass. Um, so like that, it's the same thing with alcohol. So if I'm going for vodka, instead of having a grain vodka, you want to have a grain-free vodka, like a Ciroc or Syrahs, right? Um, tequila would be a better option. And then what are you putting that alcohol in, right? Are you putting that alcohol in, you know, Coca-Cola or soda, or are you putting that? So again, it's like, it's about really what you're, what you're going to have, finding a better version of that alcohol, but still know that that alcohol is going to hurt your gut. So what I have all my clients do is before you're going to indulge, have a glass of minerals, like get a scoop of my minerals and put that in the water, mix up and drink that because minerals are going to neutralize the acidity that you know is coming. Oh, so I got to try your minerals. I got to write that down. I got it. Yeah. That. The minerals are, are amazing. And um, it's another way to prevent a hangover. You know, it's like, if you're going to have a few cocktails, the reason why you're hungover is not only dehydration, but it's, it's could be the sugar in the alcohol, but also the acidity and the inflammation that results from what you drink. So I literally will have them drink a minerals right before they go out and then have a minerals when they get back. And it's easy. You get like this amount of water. Um, and then and you, just get like a, of water. Mm -hmm. you just get like a scoop of like minerals. It's like this small, like this. We start from the very beginning. I have used your minerals. I have a friend who is obsessed with your minerals and I did no not, I, 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 for some reason it did not occur to me until I saw your branding. I can't wait. I can't. I'm so sorry. I have so some you, you friends who are going to be very excited about this. You'd make a fantastic product. Oh my God. You, thank you so you, much. Thank before you. I even booked with you, I loved this and we put it in our coffee every single morning. And it, I was coffee. like, yeah, it, 
It's, I will be ordering. And this, and this, and this is what it's all about. So um, send me your address. I'll send you all, um, all of our supplements. Um, Remind so you me to get your it. email. Yes, I'll give it to you at the end. Um, but again, it's like coffee is acidic. Coffee is a liver suppressor. Coffee is an adrenal suppressor. And up until 2014, I was telling all my patients, don't drink coffee. And they're like, okay, all right, Dr. John, whatever. Yeah, boom, coffee, coffee, coffee. Uh, a crazy coffee person. Yeah. yeah. And then Kelly Ripa, when she came to me, uh, she went on her show like a week later. She's like, this changed my life. And I, I swear, you know, what he did is, is responsible for me not being in pain and blah, blah, blah. And Holy I'm testimonial. Drinking, I'm still drinking my coffee, but I didn't tell him. And like when she said that, I'm like, ding, 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 like, duh. It's not about removing something that I love. 85% of people drink coffee. It's about how we can neutralize the effects that that coffee is doing to the body, right? Because again, there's a lot of upside to coffee, Eliza, but the one big downside is coffee is loaded with acid. Acid yes. equals inflammation and inflammation is gonna take you out. We don't die of old age, we die of inflammation. So it literally took me five years to create that product, acid kicking coffee, which is the power you add to the coffee. And what it does is it neutralizes all the acid in the coffee. So now you do get that upside of coffee because there are benefits, but now it's minus the downside. So that's And it's how better for your teeth. Yes, exactly, exactly. Which is what we're all looking for. Yes. Okay. I have decided we are going to need a part two. There's no question. There's too much. <laughs> there is just too much goodness. And I know I you're so busy, but we're definitely going to need to do a part two. Can you touch on leaky gut? What are two things that we can do immediately to reduce if we think leaky gut might be in our world? Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell everybody that everyone has leaky gut. Um, <clears throat> now, some people have small amounts of leaky gut. Some mm -hmm. people have high amounts of leaky gut. Um, if you're having any skin issues uh, like acne or dermatitis or rosacea or psoriasis, all right, that's not a skin problem. It's a leaky gut problem, right? Yes. Your skin is the largest detox organ of the body. And anything that comes out through the skin, it, it emanates from the gut. <clears throat> Hypocrisy, what about the like bumps on the back of my arms? This has been since I was a baby. They're not bad and they go away often, but like I, I think about it. Is that still, is that something I, I would say that it most likely is. I don't want to say like 100% this is because sure. there's always varying factors. But when does leaky gut start? It starts with the birth process. And what things like sugar, gluten, and um, artificial sweeteners and dairy, like they, they punk, they like poke holes in your gut. But an antibiotic is like a napalm bomb. Like you have your gut and then they're like, what is leaky gut? You have your gut and then there's your blood. And there's a big dam that sits in between. That's your intestinal wall. And they should be like very tight junctions. And what happens is when we eat, the job of the gut is to take in the nutrients that are good, bring it into the body so we can use that for energy and fuel and get all the bad stuff out. When we have leaky gut, those tight junctions become semi-permeable and now things that shouldn't get into the blood and the body now get in. Things like undigested food and protein, yeast, fungus, mold, toxins, like all that stuff, it gets into the body and then now your body's got to deal with it. It affects your blood, the brain, and now it starts to come out through the skin. Mm -hmm. So lymphatic drainage is one thing that you need to do. I think it would be very important for like a dry skin brush. Bouncing so I dry brush all the time. Oh, okay. I got, I got a trampoline. Got it. Got it. <laughs> Those are going to help free up the lymphatic system. But again, okay. what I would, what I would probably most likely tell you is that this is a leaky gut issue, right? Because when there's leaky gut, which everybody has, because what's the first thing we're, if we're born in a hospital, mom is given antibiotics always. All right. And antibiotics destroys the gut. This is how when I was, and then we my were daughter, Leah, uh -huh. yeah, my, my daughter, uh, Leah was three months old and she had this like little issue when she was born on her, I think it was her left eye was like, it was a little, like, uh, like a little lag, like lid lag. And she was always tearing. I'm like, what, what's going on? So I'm adjusting her. I'm a chiropractor. I'm adjusting her. 
but like me and my wife, like, let's check her, let's check her blood. So we go to my office and I do, I do what's called the live blood cell test as well. It's where you take a drop of blood from the fingertip and then you put that blood under a microscope. I magnified it about 25,000 times and we're looking at your alive blood in real time. Cool. It's the most powerful, most powerful test you can ever see because it's looking at the quality of your blood. So here we are in my office with my daughter and I'm like, I got to prick her finger. So I'm like, Chelsea, you're her mom. You prick her finger. She's like, you're the doctor. You prick her finger. I'm like, I'm not doing it. So we're getting in a fight. Half hour later, I prick. She's asleep. I, I actually poke a little thing in her heel. I get the blood out and I find candida in her blood. You should never have candida in the blood. We do have candida in the gut, right? Because candida breaks down things that don't belong there. You shouldn't have too much candida. Candida feeds sugar. I'm sure sugar feeds candida. So how does she have candida in her blood at three months old? Leaky gut. Well, how does a three month old get leaky gut? antibiotics in mom from the birth process. So it starts then, that's probably why you have something for so many years and if the leaky gut's not And it makes corrected, sense, my sister does too. And we had the, yeah. the same, same birth process, breastfed. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, so so you know, what do we do for leaky gut? Um, <clears throat> I think number one, like we gotta take a good probiotic. You know, we get one, one millionth the amount of probiotics that our ancestors used to get. Um, yeah, it's good to have like fermented foods like, you know, sauerkraut and kimchi. Um, please avoid kombucha. Don't drink kombucha. It is so acidic to the body. It is loaded with yeast. It actually is fermentating so much. It actually becomes alcohol and they're actually uh, considering- I was gonna say, I can tell. I can tell if I take a little, if I drink like an apple cider vinegar kombucha drink, I can- and I, cause I rarely drink alcohol. So I feel everything. It really does Good give me the little bit of, I, I, I can tell, I can definitely yeah. tell. And apple cider vinegar, vinegar. I love like that form of vinegar is okay, but all other vinegars we want to really avoid because they're high in yeast. But again, like apple cider vinegar is so important because it's going to actually stimulate the production of acid in the stomach, mm. which this is a whole nother topic. Cause this gets into reflux, but I, I'm going to tell everybody right now, Hippocrates said the cause of all disease is gut. Yes. All right. Leaky gut. Yes. But let's take that one step further. Hypochlorigia. It's a fancy word, which means low stomach acid. As we get older, we don't get stronger. We get weaker. We don't get faster. We get slower. We don't produce more acid in the stomach. We produce less acid, right? Um, so when I say get off your acid, I'm talking about like the toxins in the body and the tissues, the inflammation. Like we I'm need some acid. Stomach. Yeah. Yeah. We need stomach acid. And that's the number one cause. Contrary to our beliefs, the biggest misconception that people have about gut health is that acid reflux is caused by too much acid in the stomach. It's not, it's too little acid. But the biggest issue with that is that as we have low acid, now we're not digesting our food, right? You're not what you eat, you're what you digest, absorb, and assimilate. So now we're not getting nutrients into the cells of the body. Mm. We're getting food sensitivities. And most important, that acid is the first line of defense to kill off any bad guys coming in from the water that we drink from uh, the air that we're breathing, from the food. And if we have low acid, it goes right past that acid here into the, into the intestines. And then there, those stealth pathogens, like with my son and with me, they start to wreak havoc, they yes. cause inflammation, they eat their way through the gut wall and that's leaky gut, right? So we wanna take a good probiotic because the probiotic means for life. Antibiotic means against life. Probiotics yeah. are gonna build up your good guys, the good gut army, the flowers in your garden. Look at your gut like a garden. You want lots of flowers. You don't want the weeds. There's going to be some weeds, but most people I test, the weeds are overtaking the garden. That's going to cause leaky gut. So probiotic means for life. So you can have some fermented foods, but we have to take a good probiotic. I would say start with like a spore-based probiotic. I think that's very, very important. Um, so while okay. we're building up the gut, we also want to avoid the foods that are destroying the gut. So obviously the big ones would be gluten and sugar. Okay. 
Okay. And I do want to, I'm just putting you on full screen, but I I do want to end by just saying this is so helpful. And just the fact that we are going through the names of tests, the, the names of labeling what may be going on, candida, the omega-3 ratios, what are the top priorities? This is the type of tangible stuff that I think our audience really, really loves. And I have to schedule with your publicist immediately after this Let's so that I can it. make sure. There's no question. There's no question. And no, then, we, we definitely have to do it. And there's I, just I, I so think much. What, I think like what we should really like dive into deeper is like, what does a strength eating diet look like? Again, like, like all that other stuff. Cause we kind of were, were this is the old, foundation. Is yeah. But like, like, where do I start? You know, strength eating diet. These are the four macros. It's not about counting calories. Uh, we could talk about intermittent fasting and then we can talk about like the five most important supplements. We could talk about some of my favorite biohacks to manage stress. So let's talk about acid reflux. I mean, like there's so much more that we can dive into and um, maybe we'll do you want, every yeah, six months. <laughs> we'll, do it, we'll do it as soon as you want. I'm, I'm happy to do it as soon as you want. So um, we can record as soon as you want because it's going to, it's going to be awesome. Um, and if you want to create a special like, um, uh, like discount for your, if like any of your, your, your or tribe a, audience. Yeah. Can we do a code if someone wants to try your products? We'll, we'll do, we'll do a code for, um, yeah, we'll do like a, a discount off of the, um, off of their, their like a 20% discount off their first buy. And then if you want for, if people want to like actually do the gut testing, um, then what we can do is I'll, I'll give you all, like, I'll, we'll do a link and I can give your people like a, a big discount on that too. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Well then, uh, if you are listening, make sure you check in the link in the show notes and I'll make sure I provide that, uh, discount link for anyone who wants to try. And I'll put in a discount link for the products that I specifically have tried, which is the, uh, the coffee product and then the acid kicking minerals. Absolutely love them. And they taste good. They're not weird. They're it, it's, it's all good. I mix them in with my greens juice every single morning it, or I did when I was using them, but Amazing. You do, you do a good, you're, you do you're some good an stuff. A, you're an acid kicker. I'm so impressed at how much stuff you're doing. And now again, cause that's the ultimate. It's like, you know, with your podcast, you're helping so many people, but you're also getting so much amazing information, but ultimately it's about how you apply that. Right. It's like, uh, I remember Tony Robbins, one of my, one of my friends and mentors once said, it's knowledge is not, um, about power. It's potential power. Action mm. is power. Mm. So it's like, like a lot Casually, of stuff. Said Tony today. Robbins, like, my friend. <laughs> you no, know, like, yeah, like he's a mentor of mine. I've done like, you know, every, every program of his and I guess he's like, amazing. He's, like my life would be totally different if I didn't, you know, from day one, like that's where I learned about like the alkaline diet and like my mm. first green juice I ever tried was his green juice. Tasted so like crazy. swamp water, but it was amazing. Yeah. It's very, a very healthy product, but um, I learned so much about like going to your next level and it's about progress, not perfection. So like, what's one thing that you, that you heard today? It's like, I said, the green juice is a core of a strength eating diet. So maybe every morning you wake up and you start with a green juice. Like, it's not about taking the sugar away. For me, that's how I did it. Like I beat my sugar addiction in three weeks by adding green juice and jumping on a rebounder. Mm, so mm, it's about mm. like just adding, adding mm. and meet yourself where you're at. For some people, it might be adding one thing. If you're an overachiever, you might want to add 10 things. It, there's nothing wrong or right. It's about where you're going to be at so that you can create a lifestyle, right? Because it takes about 21 days to make it a habit. It takes 90 days to make it a lifestyle. Once you get to six months, you're not turning back. So we want to we want to set ourselves up for success, not failure. And how do we do that? We stack, we add, we add, we add. 
the compound the compound effect is real and i do hope that this episode motivates people enough to take one actionable step what can you do today if you're listening to it at night while you're cooking dinner is there is there olive oil you could do that's not cooked that's raw is there something you can replace hey i'm going to the grocery store later today maybe i'll go get some ghee or some yeah. chia seeds to add into my water whatever it is i do hope that this is i'm positive that this is going to be full of takeaways for people. We will definitely have you on for part one. Please make sure you all are listening into or checking on the links in the show notes so that you can get set up with a big old Mac daddy discount that <laughs> we're going to get set up with. So we can all try these minerals, especially like it's summertime. People are out on the boat. They're day drinking. They're hungover. They're all these things, but we want to stay fresh. We want to stay good. Yeah. Thank you so Love much. That. Love that. Where can everybody find you, Dr. Daryl, and uh, what do you have coming up on the horizon? Oh, wow. Well, thank you so much for having me. This was awesome. Um, and just thank you for what you're doing and helping so many other people. It's so, so important. Uh, so, and I'm excited to come back on for round two. It's going to be amazing. Oh, yeah. But uh, you can find me. My website is Get Off Your Acid, A-C-I-D. I've got to say that slower because I'm a, I'm a New Yorker. I talk fast. <laughs> Acid.com. Um, Instagram, we have two Instagrams, get off your acid. And then where I'm doing like, which is more of our products, my at Dr. Daryl Joffrey, D-R-D-A-R-Y-L-G-I-O-F-F-R-E. That's my personal Instagram where I'm just giving lots of like amazing health information. Um, and yeah, you can DM me if you have any questions or you want to do testing. Um, and what I have coming up on the horizon, I'm, um, uh, about to embark on my third book, which is about gut fitness and, and the gut. So I'm very excited about that. Um, I'm putting together a um, gut signature program, which is going to be like this amazing eight module system. So um, you can at home, you can like literally like start from from you know where you need to and then literally start to stack all these things that we're talking about. Amazing. So it's a really easy, digestible, no pun intended program that's going to really help you take your gut fitness to the next level. So we're doing that and um, we're working on a couple of products. We're going to launch a magnesium product in about eight weeks. Congratulations. Um, Thank you. And a couple other secrets, which I can't say just yet, but one of them, you mentioned alcohol. One of them is going to be really, really cool. Can't talk about it yet, but maybe by the time we have our next podcast, we may or may not be able to talk about that. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, lots of exciting it. stuff on the horizon. I love it. Well, thank you so much. And we will talk to you soon. Thanks a lot. episode of hotter than health as we mentioned before we are doing a giveaway we're going to be giving away protein we're going to be giving away a black acid kicking coffee or a black coffee acid kicking alkalizer as well as some other supplements and it is not a small giveaway if you are interested we're going to be spreading this through this week and next week head over to hotter than health podcast tag anyone that you think would benefit from this episode and see value in it and let them know why they should listen and you will be entered in to win i'll reach out to the winner at the end of next week and at the end of the week after next <laughs> so you have tons of opportunity to win every single time you comment that is an entry into winning and just go to hotter than health podcast and comment on the most recent instagram post but i hope you all loved it i know i did have the best time interviewing dr dale he is so brilliant and has such a great way with words and makes it so easy to understand and incorporate all of these amazing habits into your lifestyle but Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already checked out the Hotter Than Health podcast on Spotify, head to Spotify, click follow or Apple podcast because 
not everyone who listens subscribes and I promise you subscribing is the best and most amazing way to support the podcast. We will talk to you next Thursday.